0: Welcome to another Ask Derek edition of the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. Do you have questions about launching and growing your online business? You've got answers. Just ask Derek. No BS, no fluff, no hype. Just straight answers to your questions. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Gale. Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur United Podcast. This is your host, Derek Gale, and uh, this is another Ask Derek edition where I answer your questions about starting, growing, and building your business on the internet. And I should mention, this is a video podcast. So if you're listening to this on iTunes or on SoundCloud, you can also head over to my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Derek Gale, and you can watch the video of this podcast if you so choose. And of course, if you're on YouTube, you can head over to iTunes or Android and subscribe to my podcast there and have these automatically delivered so you can listen to them on your commute or when you're jogging, working out, whenever you want. So let's get to the question of the day, and that is, how do I hire a web designer? How do I hire a developer? And as more and more people are starting businesses online, more and more people are facing this challenge, facing this obstacle. And it's tough. If you're not a technical person, How do you go out if you've never built a website and A, choose the right person, B, manage that person, C, get the result that you want for as little money as possible, right? That's what we're trying to achieve here. So over my career, over the last 17 years, oh my goodness, I couldn't tell you how many web designers I've worked with, how many developers. I personally used to have my own development team of over 10 developers working for me when I had an actual physical company before I sold that. I had a team of web designers. After selling that, over the past five years, I've been in the top 10% of employers on what was formerly Odesk and is now Upwork. And I work with contractors, developers, and designers around the world. And if I told you that every one of those relationships has been massively successful, I would be lying because I have learned from the school of hard knocks. But now I have a pretty good system down and some really um, hard and fast rules that I follow. And by following these rules, my success ratio with hiring contractors, WordPress for design, for development has gone up massively. And so today what I want to do with you is I want to share the hard and fast rules I have for hiring web designers, graphic designers, and developers to work on my websites. And, you know, using this process, I have helped, I've built massive websites, I've built niche websites, and it works. So here's the rules for success. First of all, The very first rule, and this is a trap too many people fall into when they are looking for a web designer or a web developer, and that is trying to hire a jack-of-all-trades, okay? Because you're starting out, you say, oh my goodness, I need a website. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go out and I'm going to hire somebody that can build me a website, okay? Now, are there designers that can design and also develop, program a website, code a website? There are. But my experience has been, is there are few and far between? When you are building a website, you're actually typically looking for two people. You're looking for the designer who will do the graphics, and then you're looking for the developer or the programmer who will then take those graphics and turn it into the fully functioning website that you want. Here's what happens if you hire somebody that's a jack-of-all-trades and they're a fantastic graphical person, a great designer, typically (laughs) the coding part of the website suffers. Alternatively, I've met very few really good developers and coders that are really good artistic designers, graphical people. So when you're building a website, Always be prepared that you're going to need to hire the graphics person to do the layout, the graphics, the logos, the covers, everything like that, and then a separate person to do the coding. It might cost a little bit more money, but it shouldn't cost much more because time is time. You're paying for time here, typically, and you're going to get a much better result. Now, if you go to an Upwork or an ODesk or a Freelancer, stuff like that, you can find agencies on there that have designers and they have coders. My best results have always been when I separate those two and get the designer and then the coder. There are those gems out there. Sometimes you'll find them, but in most cases, the designer and the developer need to be two separate people. So again, don't look for jack of all trades. Hire for design and then hire a developer to code that design. Second rule, when hiring web designers and developers, Quality first, hire for quality first, and then hire for price. And I can't tell you how often I run into people that head over to Odesk or Upwork or wherever, post a job that they want done, and get attracted by those really low-cost people that say, oh, yeah, it's only going to cost X amount. And end up one of two things either paying that person a lot more because it takes them a lot longer because they completely underquoted or having to scrap everything they've done and hire somebody more expensive to fix it anyway. And when I say more expensive, I'm not talking, you know, five times the price, but my point here is is when I'm hiring a graphics person, when I'm hiring a developer, the very first thing I look at is I look at the projects they've done. I look at the graphics, I look at the sites they've coded, the stuff they've created to ensure that they're capable and have the skills to deliver the quality that I'm looking for. Then, once I've narrowed it down to the people that have the skills to deliver what I'm looking for, now I'll start looking at price and negotiating on price. But at the end of the day, quality's got to come first. Because if it doesn't, you're never going to get the outcome you're looking for. Which brings us to rule... Hard and fast rule number three, pay for the project, not for time. One of the biggest money pits that you can get into is if you go out and you hire a designer or developer and you agree to pay them hourly with no fixed end date. And I'm not saying all graphics people, all developers will abuse this. But let's be honest. It's human nature. If somebody has the ability to take a little bit longer to get something done and doesn't feel the urgency because, well, they're going to get paid either way and they're going to get paid more if they do take a little, it can kind of backfire on you. So whenever you are hiring somebody on contract, always make for a project, make sure you're paying for the project. Now what this means is you need to have very clear requirements and we're going to get to that in a minute. So they're able to give you a fair and accurate quote. It's not fair to the graphics people and the designers and developers to give them half the information and expect them to give you an accurate quote. So you need to give them a very detailed quote. Exactly what you're looking for. How many pages? um, What's the level of graphics? What's going to be on those pages? What are any special features? What kind of integrations are you going to need with third-party things? Stuff like that. And then once you've done that, they can give you an accurate quote. And so, Pay for the project, not for time. That is key. You're going to save yourself a lot of heartache there. Now, this is another mistake I see people make, and this brings us to rule number four, and that is not putting enough due diligence into your hiring process. You know, it's funny, I see it happen all the time. People go out to an Upwork or to an ODesk and they'll post a job, a contract. Maybe it's for a few hundred dollars, maybe it's for a few thousand dollars. And they'll look through the resumes and they'll click and point and they might chat a little, send the person a message, then hire them and away they go. But let me ask you this, if you are going to hire somebody to come and work in your office, to work beside you as an employee, would you just send them a couple of emails, ask them a couple of questions and say, come on in, you're hired? No, absolutely not. You want to interview them. So whenever I have a project that I want to um, uh, work st- on somebody with, I jump on Skype and I interview them it doesn't have to be video but they need to at least talk to me because I want to ask them questions I want to know who they are I want to and and one of the big things that I'm trying to uh, uh, really establish by talking to somebody is that we can communicate clearly that they understand what I'm looking for that I can say here's what I'm looking for now repeat that back to me just to be sure we're on the same page And A, if somebody will not talk to me on Skype and won't talk via audio, I don't want to work with them. Because if we have a problem and we need to work that out, it's much faster and better to try and communicate like this. And two, we're dealing with people all over the world, and not everybody we deal with speaks our native language. So we need to make sure that they truly understand what we are looking for and can communicate with us in our native language. Because if they can't, and we can't communicate with them in their native language, how are they going to ever figure out what it is we want? And the fact is, is if you're just doing it via messaging and you're not actually talking, they can. Use some tools and stuff to make you think, hey, yeah, they understand me. They can communicate. But actually speaking to somebody brings it to a whole new level. So, again, before you invest, make sure you interview them. And I'm going to throw one more, uh, one more bonus one on here and, uh, after number five because it just popped into my head. So, I'm actually going to give you six. But number five is wireframe or sketch out exactly what you want. When you're working with designers, particularly designers, okay, design is not um, objective, it's very subjective. And what I want versus um, what I communicate can be two very different things. And so it's hard to communicate a vision for a website through uh, explanation whether it be written or, or spoken. So the best way To communicate with a designer and a developer exactly what you want out of a website is to go through and create what's called a mock-up and a mock or a wireframe which is effectively a sketch of the website. Now it doesn't need to be fancy, it does not need to look good and if you you know if you don't know how to use wireframe software, there's some great ones out there, just get a ruler and a piece of paper a blank piece of paper and sketch it out and write what you want and where you want it so they can see the layout. They can see your vision. And then when you send that to them, send them a detailed description of what everything should do and where all the text goes. So in this header, I want this text in this position and I want it to be this color. The more you put in, the more detail you give to somebody, the more likely you're going to get an outcome that is favorable, that it is what you want. So whenever I work with a web designer, when I first have a website, more often than not, I will sit down and I use a program called MyBalsmic, So mybalsmic.com And I'll link to that in the show notes. Uh, on entrepreneurignited.com of this episode. Uh, That's a really simple tool where you can go in and just drag and drop and create a wireframe and put notes in. I want this here, this here, this here, and send that to the developer designer. And they can look at it and then they can ask you questions for clarification. But if you just say to somebody, I kind of want this, I kind of want that, I kind of want maybe a site that kind of looks like this, the likelihood of getting what you want through communication like that is almost nil. Okay, so make sure you put in the time up front, draw out exactly what you're looking for, give them the colors that you want, tell them what text goes where. If you want specific functionality, explain, put the buttons and and then write out, when somebody clicks this button, here's where they need to go, here's what needs to happen. The more detail you give them, the more likely they're going to be to successful with it. So why people don't fail is not always the developers and designers' faults. Nine times out of ten, we need to take accountability because we're not giving them the information they need to effectively do the job. Effectively, we want them to read our minds. And if you can find a web designer and developer that can read minds, let me know because, man, I would pay them all day long. So there was one last tip here, and that is and it's not on my flip chart here, but if you're listening to the podcast, that doesn't matter because you can't see the flip chart. And that is uh, make sure that you test them before you make any big commitments. What I mean by that is, you know, if I'm gonna hire a graphics person that I'm gonna work with on a big project or maybe ongoing, I'm not gonna just hire them without testing them. Same with a developer. What I wanna do is I wanna give them a little project. So create a logo you know build an opt-in form. Do this, do that, something small. Something maybe it takes them a few hours and maybe it's going to cost me 20 bucks, 30 bucks. But at the end of the day, what it's going to do is it's going to demonstrate their skills to me before I make any long-term commitments. And in many cases, I'll narrow it down to, you know, maybe my top 3 favorites. And I'll send them all the same test and I'll see A, who gets back to me the fastest, who gives me the closest to what I want, who does the best job, and then I'll pick the best one from there. And if that costs me an extra 50 bucks to send a test out there to figure out what I want and find the best guy, it's well worth it, particularly when you're working on big projects like building websites. So there you go. There's my hard and fast rules for hiring web designers and hiring developers. Again, avoid jack-of-all-trades, quality first price second. Pay for the project, not the time. Interview them on Skype. Make sure they can communicate. Make sure you understand them and they understand you. When you send them the project, create a wireframe. Give them as much detail as possible. Leave nothing to their imagination. Give them a visual so they can see what you want. And finally, send them a little test to make sure they can actually deliver on the promises they make before you make any big commitments to them. And if you follow those rules, you're going to be much more successful hiring web designers and hiring web developers anywhere in the world. So, it's been another episode of Ask Derek and the Entrepreneur United Podcast. Hope you guys learned something here. And as always... If you haven't done so yet, head over to iTunes and subscribe. If you're already subscribed to the podcast, leave me a rating. Leave me a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. Love that. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment below. I would love to hear from you as well. I hope you learned something, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to another info-packed episode of the Entrepreneur Ignited podcast with Derek Gale. For links to all of the resources plus an entire transcript of this episode, go to entrepreneurignited.com slash podcast. Make sure you never miss another episode. Subscribe now on iTunes or SoundCloud.